Welcome to the Be Somebody podcast. In this week's episode, we talk about auditioning for actors, taking calculated risks, and asking for forgiveness instead of permission. Enjoy. Somebody podcast, be somebody billions. My name is Amadeo. My name is Enrique. Got the sun shining down on my face. Oh, the future is so bright that it's arrived early. <laughs> okay, <laughs> man. Coming down on my skin, my face. Speaking of skin, bro. So I think this is like an interesting topic that we can definitely like kind of go into further detail as this episode progresses. But I'm struggling with my skin. And. It's about, you know, feeling better about that and optimistic in that it's going to improve over time. I've never had my skin be this bad right. as it is right now. And I'm almost 24 years old. Damn, dude. Which is like embarrassing. Like, shouldn't this have happened to me when I was, you know, in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that is? You think like you have a bad diet? You work out? It could be a mixture of, you know, diet, not getting enough of certain vitamins, perhaps, or... uh the fact that I wear a mask for seven hours straight every single day yeah. at work. Do you do you wash your face every morning? I've been trying to get into that habit. I do have to admit <laughs> that I don't. Bro, well, there you I go, man. I wash my pillowcases as well. Do you um, wash your face at least every time you shower? Yes, I do. It's just like okay. these little things that I need to be more conscious of. But I just feel like I never used to do that shit. And I had... Well, yeah, man. Your body's changing. You're getting old. I had, frankly, perfect skin. Oh, my God. Calm down. Well, this is karma. This is universe smacking you in the face and you know. <laughs> Humble yourself, boy. Yeah. Damn. So, we'll figure it out. I'll ask you about your routine. Then you can kind of... The routine on Be Somebody Plus. Oh, my God. You know, I, I never really struggled. Here, I mean, come, I would say more, I did struggle. Come more this way because you're, like, in the darkness. No, no, no. no. That's like, punched in, though. You're, like, on the dark side. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. For those I'm just checking, referring to the video. For those of us checking us out on YouTube, you know, that's just another way to experience the podcast. And then speaking of viewing us, do you want to highlight what we're wearing? All right. So, I talked to a stylist today, and we're lit wearing... My latest collection, the, the collection that we talked about on last the last episode. Enrique's wearing the white long sleeve. I'm wearing the black long sleeve. Um, his is black paint on a white um, fabric. Mine is kind of like a cyan because it's a combination. So it's a green and blue and a little bit of a white combination on a black. What, what's mine called? Fabric. What's the name of this design? So the name of these designs is the long sleeve edition is called like the moment the moment long sleeve the homebound moment. the moment long sleeve so, t-shirt so the collection is called homebound the collection is called homebound by lemon Ooh, and where can they check these out it can be yours today <laughs> <laughs> links in the description what's the website lemonlala.com and that might have just sounded like i didn't say anything but Kind of the point. No, oh my God. <laughs> links so, yeah, they're, they're links are now. where links go. And I hope you guys get the chance to check it out. I think you'd really enjoy this new collection. Worked hard on it. And yeah, yeah these are super cool, man. Making moves. Making moves. I like how they feel. 
Yeah, the texture. I was a little worried about the texture when I was making them. Yeah. Like, would people like it? It's not scratchy at all, though. No, it's like not. when you're wearing it. But no, I like it. I mean, that was like the kind of the whole point. So this collection is inspired by street art. Yeah. Like, how can I capture like the feeling, the kind of like the mm-hmm. aggressiveness, like the roguelike quality, and the grit. I like that word, the grit. The grit of street art. Yeah, I I like how you uh, took advantage of the sleeves. I feel like a lot of artists and designers don't really take advantage of the sleeve designs whenever they do long sleeves. I've been wanting. I think to there's do, so much benefit. I've been wanting to do sleeve designs for a long time. Yeah. And so definitely in the future, like uh, I want to get some screen painted designs because these are these are painted by hand, with a special spray paint. Um, but spray paint is, you know, it's not. Uh, it's not very easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely uh, labor intensive and it, I just do it myself and you know, I work with both stencils and freehand. Um, learning more every day how to actually use a can properly. I've had samples before this and unfortunately the one that I made for you, that didn't come out very well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but that's kind of the entire point of handmade pieces. You know, yeah. They're not always going to look the same and it's going to be a special touch. That is exclusively yours. <laughs> Emphasis on yours. Buy it today. Anyways, I also want to mention right now, we have a roommate, fellow artist, drawing us right now as we're recording. She's in the corner off off over there drawing us. Not, I wouldn't say drawing. She's painting us. She has her whole board up with all her paints and whatnot. So definitely, that's that's gonna, I'm saying right now, that's going to be the thumbnail of this photo, whatever she paints that's us. It's going to be the thumbnail of the video. Yeah. So shout out uh, Susu. Shout out Susu Schwabler. Hopefully she'll be a guest on one of these days if she gets if she wants to. She's just looking at us smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Live studio artist. <laughs> Live studio artist. <laughs> we got we got paintings going on. Yeah, we're really coming up. <laughs> so how was your week on Madeo? <laughs> no, it was good. It was uh busy. Kind of every day, Monday through Friday, I was working uh the dinner shift and I even trained for a new position. Uh with some of the coworkers, it's different it's funny like training as someone that's been there the amount of time that i've been there versus yeah. like training when you first arrived to a brand new job right because i felt you know i knew where things were i knew how to kind of i was comfortable in that environment i've already settled in i know everybody that i'm training with and working with so definitely not as uh not as tense and the pressure was almost non-existent right uh, when it came to that, 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 uh, that time around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had a, you did an audition this week, right? I did an audition as well. I, in fact, I should have done two. I might do one right after we wrap this up, but. <laughs> How was that? That's like one of your, so I got my beginning I, audition, right? I got my dad to be my reader. Uh, <laughs> How was that? And so for those, uh, you know, are a little bit familiar with acting or especially for those that aren't familiar with like audi- the audition process. Um, especially after the pandemic or even before the pandemic, you show up, you say your lines, but someone else has to be responsible for saying the lines of the person that is acting alongside you. And no, not always is the other actor going to be there. In fact, that rarely ever happens. But so I set up my camera, had a little tripod, in front of my face and I have my dad behind the tripod saying the lines of the other character and I had to respond off of that and kind of build the scene up 
And to say that it was a lot harder than it should have been is an understatement. And that's because, you know, readers, <laughs> if it's just any random person, they're not going to know, you know, the nitty gritty of the script. They're not even going to really know how to act, period. And it's just going to sound like kind of, you know, rote or extremely corny or everything about like the pronunciation, like the, the inflections, everything is just wrong. <laughs> so like to react and to build off of that response, it's actually, I think it's a nice challenge. It's fun for sure, but hard. And, you know, that was actually the first time I acted in front of my family. Really? But what's, I thought that was fine. What's something that you think you learned from that? I think the most important thing that I was actually discussing it with some of uh, my other actor friends, and it was the complete, um, you know, like you relinquish all self-consciousness. I think it's so important. You know, like acting in front of your family that for some people, I bet that sounds horrible. Doing anything creative, anything performative, anything, just you know, anything in front of family members I bet for some people that just sounds like a bad time. Like, oh, they're going to make make fun of me. Oh, I'm going to hear about this for the next three weeks. Oh, they're going to tell all of my relatives. And then, ugh, whatever happens. And I said, no. Why does it have to be that way? Yeah. I'm just doing but, something and I'm involving my family. But even getting you to that point, that was also a journey for you, right? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Because it's not like off the bat when you decided you wanted to pursue acting, you were no. that open. No, no, not at all. What, so what made you get to that point then? I need to do this. I'm serious about this. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it done. And even though I just said that and I haven't submitted the other one that I want to do, it's true. I just, uh, I care a lot about this. I want, like I mentioned, I want to experience as much as possible. I want to get more comfortable with acting and, and able to be more creative with it and kind of like build off of what um, was already made before I got there, and that's like specifically the director and the screenwriter, their perspectives, and like how can we take that a little bit further, where everything is in sync, and it's just like a positive creative relationship. Right. Um. Getting there. Yeah. You know. No, that's interesting. Just because, um, like leading on to. Like my week, like what we just did today is, um, hmm. we have like a little group where uh, a close like n group niche of us that get together every week and go over uh, specifically. It's more tailored towards acting, so it's a group of. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a group of actors that get together, and y'all usually go over whether it's technique or monologues or just general tips or sharing experiences and just like building a community. Mm -hmm. And me, you know, living with two members and, you know, being friends with everyone else, I'm like kind of always like in and out of the meetings. And two weeks before I was challenged with the idea of, oh, do you have any scripts since I'm since I'm writing like constantly as much as I can. They asked me if I had any scripts like that was, I was willing to share with everyone. And I didn't have anything I wanted to share, but. I gave myself the challenge to write something for a group. And I've never written anything that's more than, I would say, three characters in one scene. Wow. And so since it's a group of, like, about, like, eight, nine, ten people in total, I was thinking, how can I, what's the biggest 
scene I could write confidently. And so I settled on five characters. And so I just wrote something like this past kind of few days. Like I've, the fastest I've written something that's like cohesive and makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a full arc to everyone. And we actually performed that today for the first time. So how was that for you, <laughs> reading something, getting like, I, I gave you, if anything, I gave, I, I really didn't even direct it. It was more of a cold, kind of a cold read and also blocking out the scene and going with the actions and whatnot. And I, the, all, all the direction I gave you was about two or three sentences, giving you an idea of who you were as a character. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Cold reads always, um, the way that I approach them, especially is just like as someone that's beginning get into the flow of this and to uh, understand what it takes to just like understand a character uh, I just go off of, like my initial instincts and I try to make it sound natural to myself um, if it's like a modern scene you know today if it takes if it could take place today in fact it did take place today then I could just pretend to be myself right um, definitely some nerves always going into like something new um, reading something new and performing something new in front of a group or even just by yourself like can this be believable will it be natural is it going to sound forced at all uh, how do I like time it correctly or not even correctly just like how do I time it just so that it kind of the line itself lands the impact that it should have right um, I thought it was a brilliant idea after doing like the, um, it wasn't a table read. We were all sitting down on the couch. Yeah. After doing that, Here, I, I'm I'm comfortable sh- pitching the story. I think it's fine. If you like. Yeah. So basically, I wrote something that was. <laughs> yeah, that was five people. It's basically kind of like a knives out type story a where. Who done it? Yeah. Who done it? Yeah. And so the whole, kind of premise is that, someone's hosting a dinner party, all his friends come over and while they're playing some board game and he has like his eyes everyone has their eyes covered because it's like a board game um someone coughs like very loudly and gross and so the whole story is this like you know who done it who has covid who doesn't have covid mm-hmm. and it's a very lighthearted kind of comedic piece to kind of I-, I wrote it very much trying to squeeze in as many jokes as i can and make like uh like how those films are like very you know every character is has their own charms like unique quirks and personalities mm-hmm. and you could tell them apart by each each line of dialogue yep and hopefully i think i achieved that i think i think i have to go back and do a rewrite after listening to everyone but yeah that was so fun and definitely after finishing the reading between everybody like having the idea just to block it out block out the shoot so it's like kind of like a test it's a test so so those what, were those of you that don't know so what, can you, yeah, what can blocking you means what a blocking is? yeah so it's after doing the initial reading you then take the writing into action so you start kind of walking out the scene so you know if it refers to someone standing in the living room then you physically stand in the living room and walk around mm-hmm. and do the actions of the specific scene mm-hmm. so we actually took it the first reading was just sitting down and reading it all together and then the next time we did it, we actually stood up and did the motions and, and followed the story. And that was like super, I think super fun and chaotic. <laughs> it was fun. Very much the story yeah. gets chaotic at one point. Where yeah. It's, and the, I mean, the story itself has a lot of action. I think that definitely just like blocking it out and yeah. feeling very, seeing like the script come to life. How does that feel as a writer? Oh, that was super fun. Like I can't, exp- like as I was writing it in my head, I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun part. <laughs> as I'm writing and writing it. Um, 
it is like a bit learning experience because some jokes didn't land how I thought they wanted it to land. And definitely, just since because I was just presenting as a writer, I wasn't giving direction. Some of the ways lines were delivered weren't the way I wanted them. And hence why the jokes didn't land that way. Ouch. <laughs> no, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's not batting at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was super cool. Like anytime, like this is why I like writing and directing and telling stories. Like it was so fun, like sharing this with some, with, with all of y'all and just, you know, you guys smiling, laughing, having a good time. And once we're done being like, okay, let's, let's block it. Let's do it again. Let's shoot it. Mm-hmm. And then after we shot it, like watching it all together and like laughing and having a good time, like, like yeah, that's that's why I do this. <laughs> that's why I do it. It brings us all together. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Um, I think next weekend we might do kind of a more like fun formal shoot. So yeah, maybe it'll be a cool little exclusive thing to show the the Be Somebody podcast viewers. I wouldn't mind showing it just to the viewers. I don't want to publish it out like a solid piece of work. Why not? What if it is a solid piece of work? Well, that's the thing. I don't want it to be a solid piece of work. Because <laughs> for me, for it to be like a solid piece of work, like I need like two, anywhere from two to five weeks of prep where we start planning everything. We get cost, heavy costumes, heavy set deck, which is decorating the scene, the the area we're, we're filming at, you know, start really planning out every single shot. Definitely a, a couple more rewrites. <laughs> a couple more rewrites. Having the crew. Um yeah, like, it just becomes a whole bigger thing where, like, to me, this is just a fun writing exercise, you know? Hmm. Okay. So we'll be putting a short film together exclusively. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I don't want to keep us accountable. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Is, it, is there anything else that you did this week? You want to talk about I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not just done, I'm not done talking about that. But oh, you want to keep talking about it? Was it. Such, it was so... <laughs> for how simple it was and how, like, on the fly... I had a fucking blast, bro. And just getting back into, like, the, the flow of, like, okay, here's a script. Let's act it out. I'm working with other people. Responding with other people. I'm no longer just, like, standing kind of motionless in front of a blank wall. And, hi, my name is Amadeo. I'm going for the role of this some dude. Yeah. And I, then, I think it's important to remind ourselves, like, what we're doing or pursuing is, like, a fun thing. It's interactive. It, it's, yeah. it's an, it requires a response and not having that response for a long time that's also like partly my my fault as well uh i just haven't felt like connected to to it for a long time even though that's what i want to do with all my heart you know yeah um so that was just like definitely the highlight of my day highlight of my week and i cannot wait to film that here <laughs> next week <laughs> yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun oh yeah just like just see how you guys uh yeah produce your short films because that's always that's always top notch yeah this week today is sunday yesterday saturday uh i had a photo shoot plan for this new collection that i wanted to just like my friends to be part of go to this cool location in town and just take pictures uh that's what a photo shoot is <laughs> Thank you for explaining the photo shoot. Thank you so much. And um, I didn't do it at the last minute because it was so last minute. People didn't hear about it until like an hour before it was supposed to happen. So, of course, it's going to be like, uh, you know, I'd like to, but I, I can't make it. So I was like, oh, fine, 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 fine. 
We'll do it next week. <laughs> but we went and scouted location. We it's went, a really cool spot. We went anyway. We did a bit of a spec shoot, you know, just like kind of putting people, whoever showed up, they went there, checking out the lighting, angles, playing around, uh, seeing how the environment itself works with or how it could work with the look of this new mm-hmm. collection. So when whenever you pick like a spot for like photo, do you like definitely keep in mind the whole vision of of the brand where it's like architecture and so you want to go yes. archite- architecturally heavily inspired yes, places? Sir. Yeah, no, totally. Because I mean, the art itself is inspired by the aesthetics of contemporary and modern architecture. Um, so when I go around, when I look for a spot for my models to stand in and for the clothes to appear in, I want to have elements of my art in the background so that means like lines the tall walls Mm -hmm. color just something interesting that doesn't seem like entirely attached to an easily definable area so but what i mean by that is just like having a little bit of mystery and vagueness um that is just always there um I feel like it's a very important part of not only the brand, but just like the artistic, that sounds so fucking funny when I say it, just like the overall aesthetic that I've been trying to achieve with this project. So I need to be consistent like that. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to like show up in a cornfield and start taking photos mm-hmm. of clothing that's inspired by everything that has nothing to do with cornfields. Yeah. No, I feel that. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a cool spot. You know like, I mean? yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I'm excited for next week. It's also, it, that's also a learning process. You know, how do I kind of direct a photo shoot? How do I get people to stand the way I want them to stand or just like act the way that I want them to, to act uh, with these clothes on? Like, how do I make sure that I kind of get what I want without? And that's that's difficult for me because I've never like directed anything. I've never bossed people around it. Yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> I, I like th- accomplish something yeah. that I like came up with. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I've learned about directing and organizing a group of people for a project is that if you're bossing people around and telling people what to do, you're doing it wrong. Yes. If sir. that makes sense. That's right. It's like this weird balance of when it comes down to directing or leading a creative group like this, it's not it's very much how do I how do I tell people what to do but not tell them what to do? So far, I've learned that it's a lot about like collaboration and letting go of, yeah. of all of the control that you thought you would have coming into it. Mm-hmm. So like, no, I'm going to step back a little bit. If, it, if they have Adidas, Adidas. Adidas, yeah. Adidas. And Nikes. <laughs> Nikes they, too, huh? If they, have, if, they, if they have ideas of Nikes, <laughs> if they have ideas, then we're going to go with those ideas as well because it doesn't hurt to have more photos. Yeah. And in fact, whatever like they come up with, I might want to put in the final thing right um it's not just like oh from the mind of Amadeo Hughes and only Amadeo <laughs> Hughes comes this yeah because everyone has something to offer and I think that's when that's it right. really gets creative and really unique when someone brings in something like oh this or that yeah yeah and how you how you get other people excited about what you're doing because yeah. you make you definitely you set, the, them, set the stage you allow them to be a part of it yeah it's like this is not just me this is also you you're contributing and it wouldn't be the same without you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, directing 101. <laughs> we almost got kicked out of that spot, too. <laughs> Security came, they were like... Security guard comes out, he's like, hey, guys, like, you can be climbing and shit, but, like, don't do that and shit. 
and this and shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but sometimes it's better to ask for forgiveness and permission. Yeah, forgiveness than permission. Yeah. So you're not, you're not hurting anybody or hurting yeah. yourself. I understand how we could have hurt ourselves because we were kind of climbing the structures around the property. Yeah. And trying to come up with like creative angles just for fun. Mm-hmm. And jumping around like, you know, a bunch of mad people. Yeah. But like I can understand... You, know, you just gotta go for it though it's I, can, yeah. I can get it you know it's just like if you hurt yourself you're on our property yeah that's gonna be a big problem for mm-hmm. us uh if you get you know if you get hurt and i'm supposed to be watching you guys as the security guard then yeah. i can get in trouble there's definitely that line you can't like you cross it but you don't cross it like remember the story i told you about when i you know what <laughs> <laughs> remember that story i told you about like when i snuck into Oh my gosh! Should I, I tell that story? I do. You you do need to tell the Damn. story. So yeah, it's um, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to permission because one can sometimes allow for opportunities to happen. Right. What happened to you? All right. I don't know if I still in like suggest to do stuff like this, but definitely like there's a fine line. So we make no recommendations. <laughs> we just want to talk about what happened. So when I just, when I started uh, college, like just started, co- no, nah, it was like the summer of college, um, there was this new artist that I really wanted to go and see. And so basically, long story short, just, just you know what it is about, I made a fake badge and brought a bunch of like film equipment and like snuck in, basically walked into passing security guard into a concert for Khalid before Khalid was Khalid. And I basically like shot for him and recorded for him all for free. Took a selfie with him. Took a selfie with him. All of that because I snuck in. But I didn't... Sneaking in makes it seem bad. Like I did it in like the... (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) Otherwise, you snuck the fuck in. Or I guess you walked right in. Okay, okay. Let let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. So basically I I was getting into film and I knew I wanted to do film. And there was this new artist that I heard about. I think it was, like, still on SoundCloud, you know? And he had dropped one song. It was, like, Locations. I Like, one of the songs that blew him up. Send and he had... me your location. Oh, we're going to get uh, copyrighted. Uh, that was my voice. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but anyways, he had just dropped Locations. And it was, like, before, like, every, everyone shared and it, like, blew up. And he was coming to uh, the, the town we, I was at for university. And I wanted to go see him because I liked the song. Yeah. And I was, like, all into, like, taking pictures and, like, just taking the whole mentality of, like, you know, do something every day to get better at it. So I was just recording stuff every single day, whether it was, like, for a vlog or just, like, a general, like, angles or anything. That was, like, the stage of your life and, like, in your college career when you were, like, watching vloggers, like, lifestyle. Vloggers. Yeah, that was, like, when, like, Casey Neistat was, like, this was, like, 2015, 2016. Like Casey 20, Neistat it was, 20, was, it was big. between 2016 and 2017. Sam That's Colder, shout out Sam Colder. Sam Colder and shout out Sam Colder. Um, well, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So then I saw that this art, new artist, like named Khalid, was coming to town, and obviously no one knew who he was. And I told people he wanted to go, and no one wanted to go. And so I wasn't gonna like drop like 20. Was this before he dropped? No, he had just first... he had just dropped locations. But was it just a single, or was it like it was like just that? a single? Just one song. He had one song out. Was that an EP or an album? That no, it was just one song. <laughs> what was that called? It was just called Location. It was like a single. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so 
I wanted to go see him. No one else wanted to go see him with me, and I didn't want to pay like fifteen dollars to go like pay like to see him. And so was it his concert? Or was he open? No, it was his concert. Okay. And he only had one song. That's why I'm like, I'm not gonna pay fifteen dollars to go listen to one song. <laughs> so, A whole concert for one song? Well, yeah. Well, let me get to it. Let me get to it. So then I was like, why? Well, again, I was like, why is it fifteen dollars for one song? So, anyways, basically, long story short, I and I don't condone to do this. I made yeah yeah we get it. <laughs> In our university, there's, like, a, a student, like, journalism page. And so they, like, give out, like, badges, like, saying that you're a student photographer and whatnot. And so my – I think my – someone that I knew had one, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, I can make that in Photoshop. So then I made one in Photoshop. I printed it out and, like, put in a lanyard. And then I had, like – I went to the film department and rented out, like, cameras, like, because I was a student. You, you can rent them out for free. And I basically, like, made it seem how – <laughs> how much of a photographer can I look like? So I put like two cameras across my body. I had like lenses, like I had like one lens hanging and another one like in my hand. And I just, I literally pulled up and there was like this massive line. Well, it wasn't that big. He wasn't that big yet, but there was like a line, you know, into the venue that he was performing. So I like went, I was like, there's no way I'm going to walk through the front door. So I just like circled around, just curious. I'm like, there has to be like a back door, you know, like artists are just coming through the front door. It's like the back entrance. Yeah. So I go around and it's like this dark alley and there's like one guy just standing there, like some security guy. And I'm like, just watching. I'm like, do I just, should I just try to go in? Mm-hmm. So I was just there like hyping myself. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go for it. So I walk up to the, to the back. There's a security guard standing there and I go up to him and I'm like, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't even know what I told him. Like some, some making up some stuff like, Hey, what's up, man? Uh, yeah. I'm just here to shoot, you know, like trying to make it like super casual, like, like, yeah, you know, just here to shoot. Um, you know how late it's going to go? I got, like, something else to do later. <laughs> and, you, and, you know, like, yeah, like, you're right. trying to make it like, super chill. <laughs> and he was, like, he was just standing there, and he was, like, he was, like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure, man. Yeah, let me, uh, and he, like, like was, like, unlocking it. So it was, like, kind of awkward, which is why I was making all that, all that small talk. And he just opened it for me. He's, like, yeah, yeah, go on in, man. I was, like, all right, for sure, cool, man. And I just go in. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, yeah, so yeah. I, right there, I'm, like, freaking out. My heart's beating. I'm, like. I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't think I was going to get this far, you know? Yeah. And so now I'm, like, standing in the back of the venue. Like, I see the green room. I see the venue. I see, like, people running around, like, setting up the microphones and all that. It was, like, maybe, like, 15 minutes before the show starts. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, what do I do? Like, so I just start walking around, like, pretend like I know what I'm doing. Like, start, like, starting, like, scout angles, you know? <laughs> Look around. And so, like, the way the venue set up, there's, like, clearly one point where, like, it's the audience and the backstage people. And there's a, there's two guards standing there where, like, the walkway. And so I go up to them and, I'll, like, I'm like, okay, I got to introduce myself to security so then they don't question who I am and kick me out. So I go up to them and be like, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm just here. I'm, I'm the videographer for tonight. I'm going to be shooting so-and-so. Show them the fake badge. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, what's up, man? Cool, cool. And I was like, I'm going I'm to be going like in and out to get like different angles from the from the audience. Then coming backstage. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Cool, cool, cool. And so then I'm like, cool. And then I turn around and Khalid's just like standing there. Because <laughs> I guess he was going <laughs> to go up to do like a, uh, like, what is it? Like, where they test the audience, the, the microphone. He's just standing there alone. Like, he was just like, just chilling. Like staring at the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> I, he, I remember him just standing there. He was like wearing a denim jacket, and I'm like, "Man, I'm gonna go talk to him." Like, yeah. I'm backstage. Like, it, it wasn't that big of a venue. Like, keep in mind, this is before he like blew up. There was probably like maybe like ten or less people like backstage in total. 
So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go talk to him. So I go up to him, say what's up, <laughs> introduce myself, um, tell him I like his music. He's from El Paso, and I, I remember we I'd like talk to him about El Paso for a bit, talk to me about where where I was at, and yeah, like I wish I could remember more of the conversation, but I don't, because it was like what six years ago now. I just remember being like, wow, I'm like really just talking to this guy, and it was yeah. like six years ago to the date. It was like six years ago, man. Yeah, I was uh, I was wow. like eighteen. You were eighteen years old. Yeah, you were nineteen yet. No, I was eighteen. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, I know, man. I was a little like a little hooligan back yeah, then. Shrimp. But anyways, then we were just standing there, and then one of the, someone passed by, and you know, me not caring, I was like, "Hey, man, can you take a picture of us?" And so I just get a picture with him, just because you know it's Khalid. I'm well, like, yeah, "Oh, I like this guy." Um. So was yeah. it was it before American Teen? Yeah, well, let me. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So then everyone starts coming in. Like Khalid has like, oh, I got to go up, man. I'm like, yeah, you know, go do your thing. So he starts he starts a concert, and so he plays location, mm-hmm. and then you know everyone's all hyped because that's the one song everyone knows, and then and then in my eyes I'm like, all right, is the concert over? But then he tells us, hey, is it cool if I play my upcoming album for y'all? And then obviously everyone's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he plays his debut album, American Teen, that you just mentioned for us. Like, before it came out, before, like, all, like, the songs that, like, blew him up, too. Yeah. Like, the whole album, front to back, listen to it for the first time. Ooh, that's and I, special. Dude, it was special, yeah. I, I think, you know what? I saw some Snapchat footage from that same night. Uh, there was a girl I was talking to at the time. You know, shout out her. <laughs> and... <laughs> And she had gone to the concert actually because she had heard of him. Yeah. Somehow. I forget like I think it was I think it was uh Kendall Jenner that had reposted location. Yeah. Like on her Instagram story or some shit. And like that's how a uh, big bulk of people yeah. discovered. Yeah, him. there was like fifty people in the crowd. And so like from that which is not a, a crowd at all. Yeah. But even though from like from that group, that girl had heard of him and she had actually taken footage that night and uh, I think I think Khalid said something along the lines of like I know this was a short concert, but you know I kind of don't really have any more music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, he played like that album and it, it went pretty quick. But um, no, I remember, I remember, like I have all the footage, man. I have all the photos, all the videos Ooh, from that's that. Tight. Maybe we'll do a little collage at the end of the. Yeah, episode. I mean, I don't know if I want to. It's it's probably bad photos. Fair fair warning. It's probably Who horrible cares? photos. Who but cares? I, I remember in between the concert, just like going back and forth and like going like backstage getting up in there because like you know no they were cool with it so i was like just recording everything and yeah man it was it was a super cool experience and became like such a khalid fan because of that experience and getting to know him like before he blew up Mm -hmm. um and then him just like blowing up like within the next six months like Mm -hmm. he became huge and i mean even today now he's huge but yeah that was that was crazy yeah and that that goes to show the whole reason of the story is Sometimes it's better just to kind of go for it <laughs> instead of like for asking for permission and doubting yourself. Within reason, of course. You know, yeah, within reason, yeah. Like I don't know if illegal. I condone these actions now. Because yeah, even what you did, like, that's trespassing. All right, you don't have to say it like that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're a bad boy, Enrique. <laughs> but like even in the end, like I went up to his manager and I was like, hey, like I have all this footage, like what's your email? And I'll like send it all to you. Mm-hmm. Like again, like the whole idea of like creating opportunities for you, opposed to letting opportunities come to you. Yeah. Like nothing came from that, but still, something could still, have came. You still did it, though. Yeah. You still talked to him. Yeah. And I don't know if you maybe he remembers that. 
<laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's a big maybe, but maybe. Cody's going to be on in our next episode of the podcast. <laughs> Guest episode. Fire. Fire. Damn. But yeah, that's the I mean, story of how we met Khalid. Because you're left with a story, you know. What if you had just like, oh, I shouldn't do this. It's so. Right. I'm just not going to do it. It's not right. Right. When, you know, nothing was going to, nothing bad was going to like come out of that. You know, the worst that would happen is like, first of all, that's a fake badge. So second of all, you're not coming in. <laughs> no, but Bye. that's the thing. <laughs> that's literally the worst that would have happened. Like, so being 18 and having that worked. I was like riding a high. I was like, I'm gonna do this every single concert now, and I'm telling you right now, I definitely got called out a good amount of other times, <laughs> and did not get let in. <laughs> did you do it for Logic too? No, 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 I didn't. Did you get backstage for Logic? No, no, no. I went to go see. But you him. saw Logic? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, you, like as a. Uh, didn't you try to though? I think you tried. No. Nah. I swear you. Told I me tried for a. Uh... Damn, who was it? I think it was like Lil Uzi. Little Uzi, Little Uzi Vert. <laughs> yeah, Bert. I know. You just said it funny. <laughs> I think I tried for him, and that did not work. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I tried for a like. There's like a a yearly like festival that comes to our university. I tried it for. Um, oh, I know. Who came that about. year? Was it Queen ninety two? No, it was the year before. I don't know. It was other sabotage. Yeah, I think it was for Hippie Sabotage. That year changed my life. Yeah, that bro. did not work. That was one of the best nights of my life. <laughs> that was fucking dope. I got rejected that night, and I, I wasn't allowed to go backstage. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, though. Make things happen for yourself. What's the, what's the, difference. What's the Michael Scott quote? You miss 100% of the shots you don't make. <sighs> Is that what that's from? <laughs> Something like that. Parkour. 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 But yeah, jumping around. That's dope, dude. I want to I want to have like a moment like that because it reminds me of a story that I read. Uh, I think the theme was like, you know, faking it until you make it. Confidence is king. Make that happen. You know, just do it. Believe yourself to belong there and you'll belong there. Yeah. Uh it just always sounds so much easier to said than actually done. You know, yeah. Put practice. It's okay though, I kind of know. Yeah. You know, at least you tried, right? Yeah. It was like, you know, everyone gets a good laugh out of it maybe. It's like, yeah, right. Like get out of here. <laughs> but but I feel I feel like that but, was very much the beginning of like I follow that same mentality of what you're saying and what I did where I've done similar things to in my career and like getting me where I'm at now. But it obviously wasn't like anything like making a fake badge or like something like that. But the idea of like throwing myself out there, like creating an opportunity when there wasn't anything there. Mm-hmm. Or just going for something big. Or saying yes to something I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. That same mentality of, you know, just go for it. Just go for it. Just do it, baby. Um, but it was like, there was this guy that went to Paris Fashion Week. I think it was the Paris Fashion Week. It was either Paris or Milan. And he just walked right in. And he had like a little couple of business cards with him. Actually, multiple stories of, of this happening. Maybe it happens every time Fashion Week comes around. Where someone just pretends yeah. to be a model or a designer and they just walk right in. But I think there was this guy and he had a couple of business cards with him. And he had some clothing that he... So he was actually a, a designer. Yeah. But... Very small time, had no business being in Fashion Week because no one had really heard of him. Uh, he went anyway, had a couple of business cards, um, talked to somebody, they let him in. He had like a little pass and, you know, hanging out with models, hanging out with other designers, talking to them, making them laugh. Um, he was wearing his clothes. And so when they started asking about his clothes, he was like, yeah, this is what I do. 
here's my card let me know if you want to get together and he actually made that happen for himself instead of just like ugh you know <laughs> yeah yeah no 100% so it's like how can you take an opportunity to the next level you know without hurting yourself or yeah. other people or ending up in you know a bad situation but if a positive outcome can be had maybe do it yeah you know take a risk go for it instead of um just being safe about everything because being yeah. safe it doesn't lead to a good story not all the time uh do you want to be very careful with those words <laughs> they're meaning we do once, not condone again, we, don't we do condone not condone sneaking into <laughs> events where you don't belong get get a real pass because because you know what i forged something one time and i got fined did you really i made a fake parking pass on campus oh my god totally forgot about that wow dude that's a big that's a severe violation right there <laughs> the parking organization on campus <laughs> is predatory they are fucking sharks they are the most committed most unwavering most dedicated organization on on campus you know if the whole university worked the way they do bonkers amazing but it was hard as a freshman, you know, coming in and not living, not living in town, yeah. having to commute every day. Um, when I was staying in town, you know, I was, I was at the, at a nearby dormitory and you needed a parking pass there in order to receive a parking pass. You had to take with you a resident. They had to sign in and they had to check you in at the same exact time. And so if the resident was in sight and they could prove that they live there, then you would get your guest parking pass. Uh, I was the only person in that group at the time that lived there that had classes in the early morning. So I had class at nine o'clock. Everyone else started at 11, 1130, even at one o'clock. And so people would just be like in bed and they wouldn't want to help me out in the morning. So I'd have, I would be waking up at seven o'clock out the door by 730. Or earlier. Oh yeah, definitely yeah, earlier because I would have to be on on the property. I'd have to take a bus to campus, and then show up in class on time. Uh, I think there was one day where it was just becoming too much, and like finals were, like midterms were coming up, and just no one had any time to help me out with getting a pass. And I still had to park my car somewhere. I didn't want to pay all this money every day to be on campus to park on campus. So. I took an old guest parking pass, I scanned it, I photoshopped it, and I would have gone away with it, if not for having fucked up a number three, having written like a three instead of a four, and then writing the four over the three. Oh <laughs> my god. In Sharpie, so that shit was obviously a farce, and I got fined $100. Damn. I didn't get booted though. That's, I did that's get, good. I did get fined. Damn. And that sucked. That was just like such a punch to the gut, dude. Moral story, take risks, take calculated risks. And don't be bad at your calculations. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, man. Do you, uh, I know Amadeo and I want to bring back a segment we were talking about that we used to do in the old episodes. It was, uh, what's the name of the new segment? Let me put you on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put you on something. Let me put you on this. Let me put you on something. So basically where we talk about, it's more about acknowledging or highlighting, but also talking about something, a good piece of art or work, or even a topic that 
we either watched or read or heard about this week, whether it's a film, a book, uh, something's going on in the world, or, you know, piece of art, or really anything, an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what's uh what's some what, what do you want to put people on the serious answer that's what I've, like i need to i need to really all the time be just like consciously you know oh this is dope i should share this <laughs> because i usually don't think about things like that yeah you know i see something it's like oh that's cool and then i forget about it <laughs> but something that ah uh, let me put you on. You go first. Oh my god. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> um okay. I feel like for me it's it's going to be easy cuz most of the times it's going to be me recommending a film. Um I think everyone should go watch it's this like new upcoming director writer. He just came out with his second film, but he's like right out of film school right out of the gates like making really 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 cool modern pieces of work his name's cooper rafe and he made his first film called shit house and he just made his second film which just premiered in sundance and i really think he's 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 gonna be a a big name man a big name household name um so so go check him out now so you can tell your friends that you knew him before he blew up shit house is a dope movie i put you on the shit house (laughs) Okay, yeah, I'm gonna put me on the shit house. <laughs> I I'm not gonna say no to that. Um, <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Okay, interesting. You know what? Uh, let me check my camera roll real quick in case I did something that. Honestly, well, bro, I don't really have an answer this time around. Like, I can talk about the books I've been reading, but it's not really kind of relevant. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just shout out your new drop, man. Let's putting some someone on something so. Shout out to small businesses. And, you know, if you've got a friend that has a small business, check them out. If you can exactly, at the moment, afford their service or their product, you know, put it out on your social media. Spread the word. That costs free 99 And that is the best price. You know, no cost at all to you. But all the benefit to just about everyone involved. And yeah, Homebound by Limonalala. Oh yeah. Links in the description. I'll have some recommendations for next week's episode. Uh or for the next episode. You heard it here first. <laughs> this is a good little way to wrap up the episode. Agreed. Love all of you. This is the Beast and Buddy Podcast. My name is Madeo. My name is Enrique. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Take care.